Do you like feeling good? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Positive Thinking, the podcast created to uplift and encourage you while giving practical tools to keep Christ at the center of your life. Like a painter dips his paintbrush in vibrant colors to color a painting, you can come here to be reminded that you are redeemed, filling your world with a kaleidoscope of biblical principles. Here to bless you, welcome your host, an author, retired naval officer, CEO, and Christ follower, Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. Hey there, you podcasters. I'm super excited to jump on today. It is actually really, really late in the evening. It is actually 19 minutes after midnight. And as I was sitting here, the Lord just told me to go ahead and release this word. Now, this word, as I released it in my life group about a week ago, and I didn't release it on the podcast station. So I said, let me release this word on the podcast station. But before I jump into, you know, this word, I just want to tell everyone, thank you. Thank you for your support. I noticed um, so many of you went over to my YouTube station, which is called Positive Thinking Podcast with me, of course, Dr. Jasmine Baker. A lot of you guys have went over there and subscribed, and I just wanted to say thank you so very much. It is so important that the community that has been built here on this podcast, that they know that they have another place that they can um, converse with um, the rest of the community about the word of God and about the lessons that I put out. I would encourage you, if you haven't yet, go over to my YouTube channel, Positive Thinking Podcast. That's what it's called, Positive Thinking Podcast. And um, it'll have me on there, Jasmine Baker. I want you guys to subscribe if you haven't did it. Not only that, go and write a review on the Apple podcast, wherever you're listening to me. If there's the ability to write a review, I would encourage you to do it. And it's not um, so much for me, but it's for other people that peruse through looking for um, the word of God, looking for something that can bless them. And I believe that um, they will look at those reviews and they will see how um, the community has been blessed and they will go ahead and subscribe or download and listen and it'll feed them just like it's feeding you. Um, I pray that you guys have had a blessed and a wonderful week. Um, this word that I have is going to bless you. It's going to be really quick, but it's going to help shed some light on in this particular season of your life, not to be ashamed of the gospel. You know, oftentimes um, it's I've seen believers personally afraid to stand on what they believe. And um, this word is going to help you to be of good courage and encourage you to stand on the word of God. The Lord was not ashamed of us. He gave his only begotten son to die on the cross that we might have someone whose blood would be shed to pardon our sins. So we shouldn't be ashamed of him. Um, so let's jump into this word again. Thank you so much for everyone that's been supporting everyone that's been loyal. I'm excited about going into the end of the year. Um, it is approaching so fast. I'm thinking and praying if I'm going to do something special on my YouTube channel and release something special here 
for the new year, some type of marathon, you know, through the month of December. You know, I'll be praying about it. You pray for me as I try to figure out what I can do to ensure that you injure your strong. That's important for me is for you to injure your strong. Okay, let's jump into this word. If I had to title today's topic, I would title it Undercover Christians. Undercover Christians. Undercover Christians. And if I had to give this a scripture, it, we would be coming out of John, the book of John, chapters 3, 1 through 3. The book of John, chapter 3, 1 through 3, verses 1 through 3. Again, the title of today's topic is Undercover Christians. And this is how it reads. Now, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher. Come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with them. Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. I want to read the scripture one more time. I'm reading John 3, 1 through 3. John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Now, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with them. Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, this is a very enlightening enlightening scripture for me when i first read this um last week it was very very um touching in the fact that there were some things that jumped out at me immediately that just made me continue to dive deeper into the word of god the first thing that jumped out is that in the first line it says there was a man of the pharisees named nicodemus a ruler of the jews this man came to jesus by night that's the first thing that the Lord began to spotlight to me. And I began to converse with the Holy Spirit, just asking him, why did this um, ruler, because we know that the Pharisees in the Bible, they were um, elite people in the society. This man, name is Nicodemus. He's a ruler of the Jews and he's a Pharisee. So he's a part of this huge, important council. You can consider them like your, your state governor or your mayor. That's how important they were. And that's um, how they, that's how much power they had over the people. But what alarmed me in this is that he went to Jesus at night. He went to Jesus at night. And when he goes to Jesus at night, Jesus basically tells him, you know what? Look, unless you're born again, you know, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. And you say, you know, so what does all this mean? When he goes to him at night, and I, and I believe the reason the Holy Spirit spotlighted this to me was because he's going to Jesus at night. He's a part of the Jewish council, these Pharisees who basically think they're better than regular people. The Pharisees were like the, the religious police, you know, telling people what they should and shouldn't do. You know, they really thought they were better than people. That's why Jesus Christ, when he walked the earth, and when you read throughout the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and, Luke, and John, you see him having interactions with the Pharisees and he calls them hypocrites. He calls them all types of things because they aren't, um, they miss the point. They are so busy focused on the law and the details that they are not remembering the big picture, which is to uh, to have above all things, which is to have love. That's what 
um, the Bible commands. Now, when I say this man went to him at night, it, it made me just begin to wonder, like, what was he hiding? Why did you have to visit Jesus at night? What was what was the reason behind going to him at night? Why didn't you go visit him in the daytime? Why were you hiding from the rest of your like friends, the rest of the people that were around you? Because when you when I read this scripture, I'm going to read it again. It says, now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. So look, when I look at that, you guys, I, I can do nothing but laugh because he says, we know that you are a teacher from God. But this is, he's speaking for the whole council when he says, we know that you are a teacher sent from God. But yet he's visiting him by him by himself at night. And I believe this scripture is trying to get us to understand that being an undercover Christian, being someone who you're just not ready to uh, really be sold out for Christ because of people, places, and things, those those things um, can, I won't say it can harm you, but I want to say Look at this from the perspective of Jesus gave his only son for you. He wasn't ashamed of us. And he tells us to not be ashamed of the gospel. If we are going to uh, see him at night like this man named Nicodemus, it just makes me wonder what impression does um, the father have of us if we are undercover Christians, if we're on our jobs and we're not really ready to um, say that we're Christians when we're on our jobs, we don't have the backbone to stand up for what we believe in. And when I say stand up, I don't want you to get that confused with um, Bible bashing people. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when you are in the office and someone is doing something that is potentially offensive to you in your spirituality, but you don't want to say anything because you don't want to offend them. That is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about like an undercover Christian or someone who you are at church and you're singing and doing all these different things. But then when you are interacting at the store or, or working out at the gym, you don't even share the gospel with anybody. You don't encourage anyone to come to Christ. That's who I'm talking to on today. I'm talking to undercover Christians. And and there was a time in my life, I have to be perfectly transparent with you, many years ago when I was really early in the faith, that I didn't really share the gospel. I was so centered on me. And it makes me wonder how many souls want one that I didn't even come into contact with because I was so self-absorbed with myself and what I was doing. And then two, how many of those times where I just wasn't ready to um, stand up for what I believed in because I didn't want to offend someone else. So you say, you know, well, Jasmine, why do you say that? I say that because Jesus has never been too busy to bless you. God has never been too busy to make a way for you. God has never been too busy to uh, hear your prayers. God has never 
went undercover on us where we're praying to him and we can't locate him. He's always there. Now, whether you feel like he's there or not, you know, that's another um, topic, but he's already told us that he's never going to leave us or forsake us. So whether we feel like he's there, he's there, he's there. He's always closer than what we could ever think. But as I'm reading the scripture, you know, my question was, you know, why did Nicodemus have to see him at night? You know, was he embarrassed of, of what his friends would think? Or, or was he at this place in his life where he knew that, that Jesus was more than just a teacher? Because it says, this man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi. Rabbi means teacher or master. He says, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. So he was very well aware that Jesus was sent from God, but he wasn't ready to make that declaration in front of his counterparts. You know, as I was searching this up and um, writing this out, I saw all types of reasons, reasonings that theologians think that Nicodemus went to visit Jesus at night. Because the scriptures don't say why he came to him at night. It just tells us that he came to him at night. One theologian said that maybe Jesus was just too busy during the day, during his own ministry. So Nicodemus couldn't come in and basically interact with him because Jesus was busy. The one argument was that maybe Nicodemus was busy since he was a Pharisee during the day. and He was um, part of what was called the Sanhedrin Council, which is just like a big council of Pharisees that maybe Nicodemus was too busy and he didn't have any other choice but to see Jesus at night. And then the third argument was that Nicodemus didn't want his friends to know what was in his heart. And I kind of lean towards the latter that this was an undercover Christian. Remember I said today's title was undercover Christian. He was an undercover Christian. He didn't want his friends to know what was in his heart. But the problem is that his words and his actions didn't match. His his actions is he's going to see Jesus at night. But his words that he's saying to Jesus is that I know that you're a teacher sent by God. If you know that I'm a teacher sent by God, why do you have to visit me at night? Not that Jesus would be overly concerned with that because the word of God says he said that he would have it that no soul should perish. So if a person has to visit him at night, so be it. But this just stuck out at me. And I wanted to come on and just kind of talk to you guys about it because, you know, I want to make sure that if you are saying that you love God and that you're sold out for him and that he's blessing you, it's our job as an ambassador for Christ. Because once you get saved, you become a new creature. You become an ambassador for Christ. You learn a new language. And an ambassador for Christ means that you are here in the earthly realm with the highest credentials to represent Christ. So if you're here in the earthly realm with the highest credentials to represent Christ, it's our duty. It's our reasonable service to talk about the gospel, to not be ashamed. And if you're ashamed because you don't understand the word of God, then I would challenge you to read your Bible. And and I don't even want to just say, read your Bible. I want to say, go over to my YouTube channel. DM me on Instagram. I, I mean, we are more than willing to start online life groups, online teachings, online Bible studies to bless you guys. 
it is my job the, the, or my my purpose and my calling is a better way to put it to bless people with the word of God. I love to do this. I do this because I absolutely love him. I love Jesus. I love I love the Lord and he's loved me and blessed me. So I want to pour out into you. If you feel like I don't really know my word, join in on a life group. Join in on one of my online life groups and we will uh teach you the word of God, will teach you how to pray. I just released a book called Prayer 101. It'll teach you how to pray. It'll teach you how to come into close relationship with God. So you won't have to be ashamed. You can defend the gospel. You can stand on what you believe. Okay. So the question that I have for you is at this point in your life, we're rounding the corner to the end of the year and you look back over the year were there times where you could have stood up for Christ or you could have taken a stand on something, but you chose to shrink back? Let me give you a moment to think about it. You chose to shrink back or you chose to avoid dealing with it for the sake of potential conflict or just offending others. If that's you on tonight, first of all, I want to tell you to be of good courage. The word of God says to be of good courage and to meditate on the scriptures day and night. It also tells us that we ought to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. I'm encouraging you to make a declaration that you're going to pull nigh towards God in this hour so that he might pour into you his precious anointing and he might pour into you his precious love. I sense even now that there's some people out there that, um, aren't feeling loved. And the Lord is saying he loves you. He's saying that he's concerned about you. He's saying that he hasn't forgotten you. I know that you might feel like, you know what, things aren't going the way that I planned and, you know, no one's uh, helping me, et cetera, et cetera. I'm here to tell you that the Lord is more for you than the entire word against you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you just as you are. You know, I'm excited for you guys because I see such brightness on the future for God's people. I see such brightness on the future for what God is going to do to you, do for you through his word in this next season. Now, the other thing, let's get back to Nicodemus. Now, he when he goes to see Jesus at night, what I find it very interesting is that he is choosing to um, see Jesus because he knows, will see Jesus during the day because he knows that if he has a public meeting with Jesus, this is my belief. If the scriptures don't say this, but I'm just guessing that the only reason he would be to go see him at night or one reason could potentially be, that's a better way to state it, is that a public meeting with Jesus could have jeopardized his reputation and his position. Is that you on today? Is talking about Christ or mentioning Christ or anything to to that effect, is the reason you're not talking about Christ or encouraging people to come to Christ is because you feel like it's going to jeopardize your reputation and your friendships. If that's you, shame on you. But I don't say shame to make you feel bad. I say shame on you in a way that repent. Repent for that. 
And I'm telling you, I found myself doing that years ago and I had to, to like get myself out of that stupor by reprinting, turning to God and standing on what I believe because social media pushes us in all different types of directions to, to believe certain things and it pushes its own agenda. But I'm here to tell you that you can push God's agenda by simply not being an undercover Christian, by being okay with being a believer. Okay, so let's jump back into this. So you say, Jasmine, why do you say all this? I'm saying that when I look at Nicodemus, Nicodemus acknowledged that Jesus was a teacher. He says it in there. He says, we know that you are a teacher come from God. So he is acknowledging that Jesus is a teacher, but just acknowledging Jesus as a teacher isn't good enough. We have to acknowledge him as our Lord and Savior. See, oftentimes people will acknowledge Jesus as their Savior. I want him to come in and save me when I'm in a difficult situation. I want him to help me out. I want him to bless me. That's when you look at him as just your Savior. But we are supposed to look at Christ as our Lord and Savior. When he's our Lord, we give him a vote in our lives. We let him lead and guide our lives by way of his Holy Spirit when he's our Lord and Savior. When he's our Lord, we want to reverence him. We want to live a lifestyle that's pleasing to him. But when he's just our Savior, we just want him to come and save us from everything. I'm challenging you on today is to ensure that you're making God or Jesus, your Lord and Savior. Ensure that you're doing that. It is so crucial. It is so important in this hour. And remember, just acknowledging him as teacher, just like Nicodemus did, that's only the first step. That's the first step. You have many more steps to to begin to step into by acknowledging him as your Lord and Savior. So I'm going to close on tonight. I didn't want to get all deep with you. I just wanted to talk with you guys about not being ashamed of the gospel, not being ashamed of being a believer, understanding that God loves you regardless. You don't have to prove anything to him. He knows us. He knew every hair on our head. He knew us when we were yet in our mother's womb. He knew us. He knew us. So we don't have to prove anything to him. We just have to simply be available for him. Simply be available. If this was your first time on the channel, I want to say welcome. If this is your second, third, or fourth time, I want to say welcome back. If this is your, your time on the channel where you want to receive salvation, all you have to do is say your name and say that you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and that he rose on the third day. When he rose on the third day, you have been able to receive salvation. And it's pardoned your sins. That's all you have to say is you believe that your son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross, rose on the third day, and you want him to be in your life as your Lord and Savior. And you are saved. You can put it on a replay if you need to say it several times, but you only really need to say it once. And then you are a new creature. If you've prayed that prayer of salvation for the first time and you need to have next steps, you need someone to walk you through your next steps, please go over to my Instagram, Positive Thinking Podcast, and DM me, DM me, or go over to my YouTube, Positive Thinking Podcast, 
with me, Dr. Jasmine Baker. DM me there and we will we can talk about your next steps because the goal is for you to receive discipleship and to continue to grow strong in Christ and bring others to Christ. You guys, I love you. I want you to be blessed. Know you are highly favored and know that I'm praying for you. I'm praying your strength in the Lord in this hour. And until next time, be blessed and know you are highly, highly favored. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you joined us on today's episode of Positive Thinking with Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. We know you are blessed today and we'd love to hear about it. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Positive Thinking Podcast. If you'd like to know more about Mrs. Colorful Day and our message at Positive Thinking, go to www.positivethinkingpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, you are blessed. Now go color your world.